Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include, but are not limited to, professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Viewer discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. All right, Tim, the question for today's episode is, should I have my man card revoked if I let my wife chauffeur me around? Basically, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's as simple as that, guys. If your wife drives you around, you need to have your man card, which is, in fact, a biblical category that is clearly defined in the Bible. It should be removed. Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, most people, when they think about a question like this, they immediately, I mean, their minds immediately go to the kind of scenario where, you know, you have the wounded veteran or something like that, because they want to put, um, they want to not only uh, shame you for your able-bodied privilege, but then they want to add veterans in there too, to get bonus points. And, <laughs> and so, you know, obviously like the vast majority of people in the world are not disabled veterans. And so that's not what we're talking yeah, about. You can't, you're, you're using the outlier cases to disprove the general yeah. rule of thumb. Right. 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 But most people have like a basic intuition to say that, I mean, you, most red blooded American males, if you see a man being driven around by his wife, you do make certain assumptions. And then the question, you know, that this, question is getting at is is are those assumptions coming from a biblical worldview essentially or are they coming from a pagan worldview right yeah so, is your basic intuition there like to scream is there oh. a bit, yeah is there like a biblical wisdom behind this or is it just something right. that we arbitrarily some, decided right. at some point to be prejudiced against right yeah right so what I, I think you know, the the simplest way to answer this kind of question is just to say that if a leader means anything, if it means anything that a husband is the leader of his home, then that leadership is going to show up in the everyday, day to day ways in which he is living his life. And mm -hmm. so, when you think about driving, driving is a metaphor for. I mean, drive, driving is like a, a means. It's a means of getting from one place to another place. But then it also is a metaphor for leadership in a, in a lot of ways. And so we mm -hmm. use it We use it that way, like who's in the driver's seat in that relationship, right? In the same way, you may say who's wearing the pants in that relationship. Well, everyone assumes immediately you see a lady driving. She's the one in control because she's in control of the car, right? Mm -hmm. And she's the one in charge of where you go. And, you know, and it's funny because there is a lot of um, like driving itself is fraught with many decisions that can happen right and if you think about the typical couple you know driving 
to a store. It's not entirely clear that most ladies even, you know, in Christian marriages are all that good at being in the passenger seat. Even. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Meaning, I mean, for a lot of young couples, I mean, you know, um, a common conversation that, you know, the husband and wife are going to be having, let's assume that, you know, you're in more of a male leadership kind of framework where the wife can't keep herself from telling the husband where to park, you know, in the parking mm-hmm. lot or something like that. Or, I mean, there's plenty of scenarios where, you know, the wife is going to be in the seat and the husband may technically be driving, but she's criticizing it, the way he's driving the whole entire time and, you know, how fast he's going, you know, that kind of stuff, uh, you know, uh, backseat how, driving besides seat driving, Side <laughs> seat. passenger seat. seat driving. Right. But I mean, it is a thing, you know, and it is a very real thing in couples and it very, it is a test of submission just to say, Hey, you know, my husband's in charge and he's the one who leads us and I'm going to submit to where I'm going to follow where he takes me. And that's going to even show up in how we drive. Um, you know, and there's you know, plenty of situations where you can imagine where a couple literally is fighting in the car about what they're going to do, right? Mm-hmm. It, like what the next move is, you know, are we going to go to this store next? Are we going to call an audible and go somewhere else? And, you know, if a lady is driving in that kind of scenario, like it is, it very, very much is the kind of thing where, um, you know, a husband can say, no, I don't want to go there. We'll just go ahead and go home. And she, she's the one in charge. She's the one in control. And, you know, she's the one fighting and I, she's the one like fighting what he's saying, you know, at that point. And it could be that she's not listening to what he's saying and, you know, you have real submission authority dynamics that are even present within that. And yeah, the, you know, I think you, that's where the, you know, the saying, Hey, I'm just along for the ride. That's right. Kind of comes <laughs> into play. Right. Like, I mean, you say that you say that in situations where you don't have any sort of say or control and what's going on. Right. And that, but then riding in the passenger seat is the literal, you know, fulfillment of that phrase. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, I think that there's, um, I think it. Th- this is a societal expectation that has come from living in a society that is more patriarchal in orientation. That's why, you know, you can't, you know, look at some 1950s, you know, Western movie or something like that uh, and imagine the kind of scenario where the, the woman is in the wagon driving the ox while the husband is sitting there watching her. It's just like everyone right. knows that this is this is about like whoever's the leader is going to be the one who's driving mm-hmm. and the follower is going to be the one who's along for the ride. Right. Right. That's the way, that's the way it works, you know? And so, uh, so I think, you know, it, it is a very, it is a metaphor for leadership and it actually is the exercise of leadership. It's that kind of stuff. And, and I would say that men are typically better at dealing with conflict. You know, there's been plenty of husband and wives who are arguing about what they're going to do, where they're going to go. And, you know, ladies, quite frankly, they can get pretty frazzled, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, if they're having a fight with their husband <laughs> while they're trying to drive somewhere, you know, whereas a man can turn it all off and pay more attention. And like, it just, it's just how we're made, you know? So I think, you know, as a matter of wisdom, it's better for men to bear that responsibility to get your family from one place to the next, but it is an exercise of leadership. And and I, I don't think that we're insane by making certain assumptions when you view couples along those lines. And there's no shock that when you, you know, you're dead set on smashing the patriarchy, that all of these, you know, standard expectations about, you know, who's going to drive are the first kind of things to go. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, keep going. Well, yeah, no, I was just going to say, if you want to know, like, if you want to test about who really is the leader in a family, 
Like there's simple things that everyone think are just arbitrary, but they're actually very telling if you want to know who's the functional leader in the family, mm-hmm. not just the stated leader. One of them is who, who's the one who drives the car everywhere you go. I mean, that's a, like, you can tell a lot about a couple by who's the one driving, who's the, who's the one assuming the responsibility to get your family from one place to the other, bearing that responsibility, um, you know, particularly when it's hard, you know, when it's dark, when uh, it's low visibility, you know, everything else. Like, who's the one bearing that responsibility? Uh, who do the kids go to if you have a lot of kids? Who are the kids go to to ask permission to do things when you're both home? You know, if they're always going to the wife, she's the one in charge. They, that's mm-hmm. who they've identified as the one who makes all the decisions. She's in charge. Um, you know, so there's that. If you have, like, if you're on a family outing, who's the one who is leading the way and who's the one following, right? So if you see a man, like, walking behind the family, staring at his phone as the wife, you know, takes them everywhere they're supposed to go. You know, who's in charge of that relationship. Right. And so, I mean, these are just normal things that, I mean, they're practical tells to tell you who's, who's really in charge of, of this thing. And, and that's going to be the one who's taking initiative because that's what leadership and authority are about. It's about taking initiative, bearing responsibility um, and actually functionally leading. And so that, that's just a good picture of leadership and responsibility and initiative. Now, are you saying that if a woman drives her husband around, it's a sin? <laughs> I, I I feel emasculated if my wife drives me around. Mm-hmm. Like I feel, I mean, like even on trips, you know, even on long trips where it may be helpful to switch out, I feel emasculated. I, I do. Uh, but I'm, I'm not trying to say it's a sin. I'm just trying to say I can conceive of certain arrangements. Like if I got crippled, then my wife would have to drive me around. And I'd have to get over it. I'd have to mm-hmm. swallow my pride and get over it kind of thing. Right? I mean, um, but, you know, generally speaking, I, I, I want to be the one that is responsible for our safety of my family and getting us where we have to go. And, yeah. and I want those to be few and far between. And I mean, there's a place for, hey, you know, I'm going to sleep for a second because so we can make some more progress. Right. Kind of thing. But I mean, you know, like even think about like that trip dynamic and, you know, all right, you assume you're going to switch out, you know, who's going to be the one driving in the middle of the night, you know, you or her, mm-hmm. where there's more temptations to sleep, you know, fall asleep. And right. it's like, you know, all right, I guess if someone has to do the hard thing, the man should be the one who's doing the hard thing. So it's not, I mean, I, I don't think there's a, it's, um, it's not some kind of you know, law in the Bible. It's just one of those wisdom kind of things. That- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's sort of one of those things that, you know, obviously there's plenty of things that the Bible doesn't talk about. The Bible doesn't tell us, you know, what specifically to post on Facebook, for example. Right. Right. But then the Bible does tell us how to conduct ourselves as Christians. And then we should be able to look at what the Bible commands of us and then apply that to what you know we post online right and right. and this is just another one of those examples obviously there's no bible verse that says you know that you know thou, thou shalt not let the woman drive the cart you know <laughs> but you are the leader uh, but, you know and so yeah right yeah, right you are the leader <clears throat> and so there's obviously plenty of bible verses that speak to the husband being the leader of the family and then this is just one of those one of the the uh you know, practical applications of those commands, right? Yeah, it's just a very obvious, uh, very obvious, no intelligence required whatsoever before feminism kind of things that 
the person who's the leader, the person who's bearing the responsibility, the person who's in charge, you know, that person is going to be the one who's driving. <laughs> right? right. Yeah. That's, so they're the one calling the shots. They're the one getting you from there, here to there. So it's just stuff, you know, you can argue for, yeah, I mean, maybe there's exceptions to it, but you know, people are not fools for understanding that this is just a natural outworking of all the commands to be a protector, a provider, a leader. It's just a natural outworking of that. And it's no shock that you live in a society right now that doesn't want anything to do with that. And now it's way more common to see a lady driving a man around than it ever was before, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not as if we've gotten godlier, you know, as a society and more <laughs> biblical. It's the exact opposite. And so why do you think this is gone? Well, it's gone because, you know, we want women in charge. Okay, fair enough. This has been another episode of Bible Bashed. We hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion. We thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. If you would like to be Bible Bashed personally, then please know that we also offer free biblical counseling, which you can take advantage of by emailing us. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. <laughs>